Welcome to From the Outside Looking In with your hosts Patrick Bannis and Andy Leoskos. Come on in. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome, initiate, to the path of the silver moonlight. I am your supreme. And nah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Welcome to From the Outside Looking In, a show about everything, a show about nothing, a show about Pat and I talking, pre-gaming this show, talking about hockey standings and how terrible our teams are. Whatever. It is a show about comic books, geek culture, TV shows, sci-fi, sometimes sports, sometimes different fashion trends. Whatever tickles our fancy, whatever you guys like to listen to or talk about or whatever, you know the deal. It's what we do. I am Andy Liascos. With me, as always, the Arn to my Oli Anderson, Mr. Patrick Banis. Double A. I mean, not double A. I wish I could be double A. That's so much cooler. I know, right? right. Arn Anderson. I think Oli Anderson doesn't get enough respect on his name, right? When when we're talking about the history. Yeah. He oh. gets some he gets a little respect. For that, uh, for that awesome mustache that yeah. he had, right? I mean, come on, yeah. give it up for Ole Anderson and that mustache. To be honest, I feel like I him. need to watch more of the old Minnesota Wrecking Crew. You know? Oh my God, that Minnesota Wrecking Crew is uh, the quality wrestlers that came out of that Minnesota area. Were, yep. It's just, it's unbelievable. Uh, yep. The the Road Warriors, yep. who who weren't even actual like wrestlers, they were just. Bar, they're bar, they're bar bouncers. They're bar bouncers. Most of those guys are bar bouncers. To be honest. <clears throat> right. It, well, except for uh, the Steiners, right? The Steiner brothers were legit wrestlers. They were le- they were legit co- collegiate wrestlers. Yes. Right. Exactly. Um, not uh, who's um, not Scott, but Rick Steiner actually wrestled for uh, Michigan University, right? Uh, I th- I thought they both did. They both might have. I know uh, Rick Steiner. R- Rick Rick Steiner. Wore his singlet though, like that was like he didn't wear like uh, wrestling tights. Like he used to wear his Michigan State, not Michigan State. That's Michigan, totally yeah, good. University yeah. of Michigan, the University of Michigan. Yeah, he used to wear that singlet to the ring, like I, in the NWA every once in a while. It was awesome. I don't know if it's still. I don't. I was watching. A, I was watching like a little bit about the Steiners' run in the nineties, um, after all the single stuff before yeah. Scott singles push. Yeah, and I don't know if it's still a record, but. Rick Steiner had had owned the record at University of Michigan for the fastest pin at like 37 seconds. Rick Steiner, in my opinion, Rick Steiner was the better worker out of the two. Scott obviously got a big push. He also roided up really, really hard and got that physique where like Rick was just kind of a monster. But I mean, I, I, I loved the old uh, NWA. Like I remember like watching like the great American bash and it'd be like the Steiner brothers versus the road warriors. And th- those are some of the greatest tag team matches in the oh, history. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Yeah. And once again, we just start off by there talking about wrestling. We went right into it. Yeah. Always. It's just a natural thing for us. I don't, we're on, we're on a run right now. I know. I know. Every episode will start. Until we hit that like pinnacle of just nothing but wrestling episodes. That's right. I mean? We're getting there. We're getting mm-hmm. there. We're getting Ma- there. Maybe we'll start a second podcast. No. 
no, right? Oh, no. It'll start a second podcast, and like, what? It would be funny. Like, we'll try to like track down like jobbers and interview jobbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Here's Iron Mike Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, combining our worlds of of TV shows that we love and uh, and and wrestling, right? Uh, there's a K. Trevor Wilson, K. Trevor Wilson, aka Squirrely Dan from Letterkenny, right? He's oh, a yeah. st- he's a stand up comedian, right? And he he's talking about his build, right, and how he looks like a professional wrestler, but not a good professional wrestler, like one of those <laughs> professional wrestlers that was gonna lose to a superstar. And you yeah, always, Billy Joe, yeah, he would be like, you always knew who was gonna lose because when he came back from commercial break. They were already, already there. They're already in the ring, <laughs> right? Like they didn't get an entrance, and they'd be like, "And introducing already in the ring." <laughs> He's so excited to be here. He didn't waste any time. Yeah, he was just there. Then he'd be like, Scott! It's just, it's almost like just Scott. Scott, it's just... Yeah. And you knew Scott was going to get his ass kicked <laughs> that night. <laughs> Scott's going to take some stiff, stiff clotheslines. Yeah, 100%. Pat, how you doing, bud? Pretty good. Not too bad. You it is, re- uh, it's, you- uh... Uh, April Fool's Day, and it is. for April Fool's, it decided it would snow pretty much all day. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on your uh, book of faces. Yeah, uh, pretty that, wild stuff. Yeah, that you were getting snow. It was chilly here today, but no snow. Yeah, we got we got you know just off and on blizzard looking conditions. That's that, awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess I don't know. It's something, right? I was driving uh, from Chicago last week, right, and. uh Outside of of Harrisburg, like I hit like torrential downpour, like Ooh. oh, it was terrible. Like drive with the hazards on and go for you, like you can only see like two feet in front of you. You know oh, what I mean? I hate that. Oh, it was the worst. It was the absolute worst. Uh, big news in, in my world. Uh, one week from tomorrow, right? So uh, not this Friday, not Good Friday, but uh, the following Friday will be a Good Friday for me as I go in to receive. Dose numero uno of the Moderna vaccine. Yo, don't tell anybody, but I already got dose one. Yesterday. Nice, nice, nice. Look at us. We're going to be fucking vaccinated, be able yeah. to be in the same room. No worries right. together. Yeah. Vaccinated nice. bros. Would you, uh, would you get the Pfizer or uh, the Pfizer yeah. or the, okay. I got the Pfizer? I, yeah, I couldn't get the Pfizer. I got the Moderna. I just decided at, at one point that I was just, we were just going to be like, F it. Let's just get it and get it done with. Like, it's, all, it's all I want to do is just get yeah. it and get it done with. Yeah. Well, out, out here in Allegheny County in Pennsylvania, um, the number of reservations for 1A 65 and older are starting to like really drop off. Yeah. So, you know, they just announced all the statewide changes to the schedule um, today. So, like by the day, uh, the day after I get my second dose, <laughs> um, they will open it up for everyone to okay. get get doses. Um, but I just was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get. I'm just gonna get a dose. And uh, I was on a, a local Facebook group that is like trying to keep people notified of shots. And so there was one who was like, hey. You know, the local health network has shots on Saturday right nearby. And I was like, you know, let me take a look at this real quick. This is last Saturday. I was like, uh, oh, uh, the whole three o'clock hour is open. Um, Just let me have three o'clock. Let me just see what happens. I'm like, okay. So I go in 
and it's primarily people younger than me. And I, so I'm like <clears throat> looking around like, I don't feel so bad, but I still feel pretty bad. Yeah, right, right. Like it's a lot of younger people. Um, they, I told them specifically like, hey, if the second shot is like three weeks from now, I can't do it because I'm going to be traveling. I'm going to be, I want to be on your neck of the woods. And they were like, oh, all right, well then you can't do it today. Can you come back Wednesday out by the airport at the Dick's Sporting Goods corporate office? And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll, I'll go wherever. I don't care. Yeah, right, um, right. So I rolled up there at like eight o'clock in the morning and, you know, we all stood in line and like right when they opened up and they let us all flood right in. And it was it was really I mean, the operation was like top notch, super efficient. Like people had like the little uh, the little glow things that the airport people have, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, like the directionals. Sticks. Yeah, right. Like, right. Yeah, go go to the girl that's flashing green and she'll tell you where to go. And then they sit you down. So I was just like. Yeah, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to get it done. Nice. Um, you know, Montgomery County, out your way. Uh, I'm I'm in one, Chesco, so. Well, you you might be lucky because because Monco, Montgomery County one, Group One A has seventy five thousand people registered to get shots that have not gotten shots. Yep. Like it's no wonder my mom hasn't gotten a shot yet because she's going to be on a waiting list until June at the rate they're going, and then they want is, to open is, up. Isn't she? Isn't she in Chester County? Aren't, no, aren't she's you? in Montgomery County. I thought they were Pottstown. Are they now Pottstown? Pot Pottstown is Montgomery County. Oh. It's northern Montgomery County. Oh, that's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. So, I you know my dad got his shot through the VA, but because he wasn't a lifer. She didn't get one there, so okay. But at least he got his. So, so yeah. So I got my shot too. Um, you know, I'm uh, I'm widely known in in my social circles as a quote unquote smoker. Okay. So, so you know, I could have underlying comorbidities. So, so yeah. So my underlying is is uh, according to the the BMI uh, scale, right? Like the cutoff for uh, obesity is thirty. Uh, at 212 pounds now, I am a BMI scale at my height of 31.2. <laughs> so I qualify as not being just overweight, right, but having an underlying health problem. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, you know, well, I, I feel kind of shitty about doing it, right? But at the same time, I don't feel that shitty because I know people that are like 24 and have gotten the vaccine in Philly. Yeah, it's, you know what it's I mean? one of those things where it's like, you know. I feel I feel kind of bad because other people, you know, should be ahead of me. But um, there have, you know, out here, it's been, you know, being widely reported that the, you know, the reservations for the older people are just trailing off. And so, you know, but also we have probably, you know, less, maybe less people than like that kind of Montgomery, Chester, yeah. Philly, Bucks, you know, area out, out in Southeast PA. So, you know, we may not have as many older people. We may not have as many people. So that's why we're, you know, kind of getting through this quicker than, you know, like Montgomery County, who's 75,000 people behind. So I was just like, you know, look, better that I do it than just 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 get it done. Let's just get it done. And then I have the peace of mind. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Like I don't have to I can be around people and not feel bad. I can go see my parents and not feel worried about my mother because, you know, right. As far as we know, um, you know, vaccinated people are not carriers. Yeah, um, there, I, I think probably, I, I think there's still a risk a little bit of being vaccinated and carrier. Of course, like it sure. Yeah, it definitely protects you, right? 
Um, but at the same time, like I'll probably uh, around anybody that's compromised, I'm definitely going to wear a mask and I, I'm not going to be like going out and being stupid and like bringing home anything to like the wife and the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, of so, course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So I, you know, I, part of me feels bad. Part of me is like the more, the more people that gets the shots sooner, the more likely we are to get to anywhere near her. I mean, we're not going to get to herd immunity. Let's just be honest. No. Um, but that's a conversation for another time. Yeah. Um, but I, but I wanted to get it out of the way. So I, I did it too. So don't, you know, so I'm right there with you. So nice, nice. Good you for know. you, man. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's something, uh, if you're listening to the show and you're on the fence, I mean, I strongly urge you to get vaccinated. I don't know why you wouldn't. There's almost, there's almost no drawback. I mean, yeah. your arm is sore for a little bit. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But like my, the next day, my arm is fine. Like last night, my arm was sore, but now my arm is fine. Right. Um, and that was the first shot. Um, the second shot will probably be different. I'll probably feel like crap for 24 hours and then get over it. Right. But um, there's there's really no drawback. I mean, honestly, like, no. you know, I, I, I just, it, I, it's nothing but upside. It's really nothing but upside. Right. Yeah. Right. So look at us. That's right. Fucking being responsible and getting shit done. Like old people. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking respectable adults. Yeah, but, that's but, it. But speaking of uh, fucking uh, getting vaccinated and uh, everything that's going on, what else is uh, going on in the world today, Pat? So you were talking earlier on the intro about how we like to talk about clothing couture, if you will. <laughs> yes, of course. So in what is being dubbed a, quote unquote, a fight for the soul, S-O-L-E, soul of like the, the nation. Like the sun? Like the sun? The soul, S O L E. Oh, S O L E. All right, I the thought we were soul just talking about of the S-O-L. nation. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the uh, the cancel culture has arrived for. Oh, the six 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 shoe, right? The pentagram. Little Nas X, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and Lil allegedly Nas. for Nike. I couldn't help but get into this because it was it's so wild, um, and it's just it is just it's like internet culture and every and shoe culture and everything, sneakerheads and everything. So. Uh, Lil Nas X just dropped a video, uh, uh, Montero, uh, call me by, by your name. Very wild video, very artistic, very creative. He is like dressed up like a scantily clad fallen angel and a demon. He rides a stripper pole to hell. He gives a lap dance to Satan. Nice. I can't believe I just typed and or said these things. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, all typical th- Tuesday stuff. Right. But it's also like this is the medium, right? Like like music videos are an artistic medium. Um, it is for an sure. outlet for creative people. It's also an outlet for tortured people. Um, you know, Lil Nas X, he, I guess after Old Town Road, he came out as being gay. And, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, been right, big, right, right. it's been a big deal for him. And, you know, and obviously, you know, like being in a closet and, and, and having to live that life is it can be can be, you know can be emotional. So like this video was probably is, is pretty wild. So right after that, he, uh, you know, said on Twitter that they were going to do this release. So he, um, got himself together with, uh, the MC MSCHF project studio. They've, they're like a viral, um, they, they're like a studio that does viral, you know, artistic PR type stuff. So they bought 666 pairs of Nike Air Max 97s. Uh, they bla- emblazoned them with a pentagram. Yeah. They put a drop of somebody's blood in oh, the yeah. air cushion. Yeah, like the Kiss comic. Yeah. Ooh, wild. And yeah. then they they sold them. They uh, All 666 pairs sold out in, in about a minute. Yep. 
probably they, about a. I think it was like a grand a piece. Grand or a piece, yeah. And they yeah. look wild. They look. They do wild. look wild. Yeah, they, they do really look wild. Do. They really. I hate do. to say it, I would have bought them just because, like, you'd oh, be able 100%, to flip them immediately. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's interesting, just from like, um, I don't know, like the the hip hop world getting a little bit more and more like darker. Like, uh, yeah, like uh, there's there's some parallels to like rock history, right? Because like Rockefeller, like Jay Z and Beyonce, like that, you know, like in their Rockefeller brand, like they had. Um, a couple of products that were emblazoned with uh, "Do what what thou thou will." You know oh, what I mean? okay, sure. Right, like like the uh, the Alistair Crowley saying, right? You know what I mean? And like you know how like Zeppelin and all these rock and roll like thing, and and even uh, those Stones and a ton of people uh, influenced by Alistair Crowley, which is weird to me, right? Like because uh, other than everybody is a star, do what thou will, and stuff like that. There's a lot, and like the sex magic, I think, is very uh, attractive. Oh yeah, for right? sure. But there's also a lot of like Aleister Crowley just being a horrible human being and also like eating poop. Like that is, oh no, look it up. Aleister Crowley definitely. I don't want to look it up. What are you talking about? You know, I, mean, I don't think there's a video of it. This was like 1917 or something. I don't, like even, want to, I don't even want to read a story about it. All right. That's, that's, that's just ridiculous. I think somebody who went to, uh, when he had his, um, whatever, his, his commune in, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Al- Aleister Crowley, uh, interesting character, interesting character. Like, some yeah. of his stuff is really, really interesting. Terrible cult leader, like, never really cut out for leading a cult. But when he had his, like, thing, you know what I mean? Like, somebody was saying, like, how terrible it was. Like, he answered the door and had, like, a platter full of, like, poop, right? Like, welcome to the sanctum, eat of the goat. Yeah, and, like, just, yeah, yeah. and, like, no. the place, the place was, like, so filthy and disgusting. I'll stop ranting about Aleister Crowley yeah. in a second, right? But let's get back to the good shit. Yeah, but the the place was so disgusting, right? Because like Crowley was like, the slaves will be coming soon enough, right? There's no so nobody was like doing like the cooking and the cleaning, so like they weren't eating, right? Uh, and there were kids there and stuff like that too. Like I believe his second daughter, Aleister Crowley, had three children. Two of them died, right? At, uh, at, at, at an age, and uh, I, all right, so last humorous Aleister Crowley story, or humorous or disturbing, however you want to go with it, uh, his red woman at the time, his mistress, wife, main squeeze, whatever, had a son who uh, was described as being a five-year-old chain smoker that would go around talking about how he would be the heir apparent uh, for the great beast 666. So imagine you just go to a place and a random five-year-old with a cigarette comes up and is like, in my future, I shall be the next great beast 666. I mean... We could do an entire I episode. Want some, I would want some of what he's having. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, there were copious amounts of heroin and cocaine, right? Like, uh, it's 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 an interesting story. Crowley. Crowley just being well, so a... That- Ample. Thankfully, there was no poop in this, but um, so the shoes sold out real fast. Not that we know. Um, of. Everybody freaked out. Yes. Uh, people started shaming Nike, so Nike had to file a lawsuit. I, this is great. They filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against essentially their own shoes. Yeah. Right. So Isn't I don't. Cr- usually, trademark infringement would be like you made a cheap T-shirt that had my swoosh on it, but it was like weird looking. It wasn't like the right proportions or something. It was like the cheap, you know, knockoff. Right. This was not. It was their shoes. They just did art with them, you know. Right. So, uh, you know, the online um, 
the online right uh, freaked out. Uh, even the Church of Satan wanted no part of this. Yes, yes. Good on the Church of Satan on that. Uh, They're trying to say legit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Good good for those guys. It's funny, though, but the people complaining about cancel culture are the quickest. To try to cancel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They, went right at, they were going right after Nike until Nike was like, no, uh, this isn't us, but we will. I will file a lawsuit. Yeah, right. They're the like, quickest. Okay. They're the quick, uh, like, you know, Gina Carano is a saint, right? But, like, here's somebody that's that has has an image of something that I am assuming is bad because that's my personal belief and nobody else should enjoy it, right? It's like, it's this right. is the same culture that tried to get rid of Dungeons and Dragons in the 80s and the 90s, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, there was, it was funny. There was like a, somebody said, I guess this is on Twitter, but, you know, like, I guess Fox News was like, you know, Gen X, you gotta, you know, will you save everyone from the cancel culture or whatever? And we were like, like Gen X was like, nah, you guys came to cancel our rap music. Uh, you guys tried to cancel NWA. Uh, you guys tried to cancel heavy metal. Yeah. You tried to cancel Dungeons and Dragons. You tried to cancel our video games. We're going to sit this one out. You're on your own. Yeah. No, 100%. Like, we're not helping We're good, you. fam. We're good, fam. We're good. And like, and that was <laughs> that was a coalition, right, of like... Uh, across the aisle like and they like people don't remember but like i i see you tipper gore i see yep. you right yeah you know i mean yep. like, people want to forget but uh yeah no these uh, yeah it's whatever man there's no such thing as cancel culture it's all bullshit nope. right and like nope. uh yeah i mean that that was the the satanic panic of the late 80s and the 90s remember that that's what they called it was the satanic panic. oh yeah and oh, yeah. like and like people people lost their jobs and shit, right? Because like people were like, oh, they're a Satanist or a witch or something. And like people were like, what the fuck? And like they lost their jobs. Yeah, it's it it like insane. It, it took it took D. Snyder and Frank Zappa to talk them down to just a parental advisory sticker on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, how is it that D. Snyder and Frank Zappa are the most reasonable people in a room? That's where we got at one point in our world. Oof. So I would, uh, I if I had the if I had the funds, the disposable income to get me a pair of uh, little Nas X, uh, Satan shoes, right? I don't know what it is, right? But if only um, I had a stimmy. Yeah, if only, if only I uh, didn't have to cut down trees, I'd be getting some shoes, <laughs> right? To wear with my adulting, wear with my uh, Aleister Crowley wizard hat, and just walk around <laughs> with those little Nas X shoes and a square. Tr- <laughs> Triangular hat being like, yes, I'm here. <laughs> but you you have to play Black Sabbath on the way in and out of all the rooms. Well, obviously. I, you got to play, I, you gotta I, play I, the wizard on the way in and out. You know? <laughs> Generals gathered in the masses. What a great, what a great. Oh, man. What a great time to be alive. What a great. It really time. is. Have you, uh, speaking of Satan. <laughs> And the Church of Satan. Have you seen? Yeah, have you seen the uh, documentary "Hail Satan" on uh, on Hulu? Uh-uh. Uh, is absolutely worth watching. Uh, uh, consider this an impromptu. You got to try this. Uh, but it is. Uh, it's the story of the Church of Satan and how okay. they came to be, and uh, and and all of that. Right. So uh, it's it's, Sounds- it's 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 a good watch. It's a real good watch for sure. Sounds like peak counterculture to me. 
It is, it is. And there's a lot of like weird shit that goes on uh, in there, right? Like, you know, obviously, you know, the Church of Satan almost, or no, it's the Satanic Temple. It's not the Church of Satan. This is okay. right. Like the Church of Satan is something completely different. That's Anton LaVey's group, right? Um, no, it is. Yeah, for They're sure. They're legit, so. Yeah, the church is that. Yeah, but the the satanic temple, um, more of a, a free thinker or atheist or agnostic society, kind of using you know Satanism as a way to combat like like um, an oligarchy or you well, know. oh like a, yeah like the the religious yes Christian... the, re- the religious right right yeah right, right. Cool. you know what I mean like. That's Sounds how the, that, that's how, like how the whole thing starts, right? Like it's basically as people are trying to put up like you know uh, monuments to the Ten Commandments on you know government property. They, yep, they say like how about a statue of Baphomet as well, right? right. Let's celebrate all religions if that's yes. what we're doing. You know what I mean? We're not establishing one religion like we've discussed in the First Amendment, so we yes. shouldn't establish any. And like, it, it, and it goes on to this really amazing thing, right? Like where um. And since we're coming up on Easter uh, and one of my favorite movies is going to be happening, it comes up about like how like there used to be monuments of the Ten Commandments uh, on government places and things like that, like in the 50s and stuff. And then they're like, yeah. And those were all given away by like Warner Brothers Studios as a, a promotion for the Charlton Heston movie, The Ten Commandments. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like no, for sure, for real, and it goes through like Heston, like get, being at places and like giving out these Ten Commandments and stuff like that. It's it's crazy. It's great. It's really great. It's it's oh, it's really really fun. It's it's called Hail Satan, right. and it's definitely worth a watch. I check it out. I will check it out. But uh, we got to go on to the real mixed media moment of the day. Ooh. Movies, movies boy, comics, boy. books, and stuff. I still want an 8-track player, and you want a DVD. Oh, yeah. No, I want a uh, laser, disc. laser disc player. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sharon, get the laser disc. <laughs> yeah. What if you scratched on a laser disc, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. You would open a seventh circle of hell. This, we should have saved this for the Halloween episode. I know, I know. <laughs> so I finally, Happy finally, oh finally, my God. Oh um, my God. got done a, a year later, not a year later, what, six six months later? Six something, months later. Something, like, yeah. I finally got done watching uh, Raised by Wolves. Woo! So uh, we got to talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Finally, I, I should have like, I should have, I, I thought about this. I should have rewatched like the last three episodes just to oh, put yeah. it fresh in my head, but uh, uh, oh, yeah, I, just... I, I came, I came out on this like six, seven months ago or whatever, and I was like, "This show is fire," and uh, I still think it's fucking fire. I really do. It is like really unique. Sci- it's very unique sci-fi. It's such a return to like really interesting and classic sci-fi in my classic opinion. sci-fi, very classic sci-fi. Um, you know, topics, right? Yes. Space, religion, yep. robots, aliens. There's a very like H.G. Wells kind of feel to it. It's it's a dystopian future. And like, I mean, I think they, you know, like I, I think one of the cities that they were in uh, was Boston. So, I mean, I think there right. is uh, definitely a connection to Earth, but it's definitely not our timeline. There's a different religion Right, I believe. Uh, oh yeah, it's not. Well, I mean, this isn't like the twenty first, twenty first, twenty second century. It's 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 way out. Yeah. Um. So you never know. 
but um yeah Whew. yeah um, it is it is wild so the the premise of the show and you know spoilers ahead we never say that and we always just go right into spoilers right so just i mean if you're if this is your first time tuning in the show just realize that every after the intro song plays it's just spoilers ahead right Right? like and you're welcome that i saved you by (laughs) waiting six months to actually finally get around to watch this right so the premise is uh the earth is basically just it's done uh there has been a massive war going on between a group of atheists and a uh so in, in this in this version of earth the world is one solid government. I don't believe there are separate countries or anything like that, or at least okay. I didn't glisten that from the show. And everybody is under one religion, so it is a uh, what? What? It's a theocracy, right? That's sure. that's what that's what the name of that is. <clears throat> and so there's a war between the atheists and the followers of Saul. So kind of turn turns into the whole soul thing, right? Saul, there's there, all right. So there's a lot of comparisons, right? Uh, there's a lot of things jamming this show together. A lot oh, yeah. of glue. A lot of glue. Um, yeah. So there's this giant war between the atheists and um, the theocracy, the followers of Saul. Uh, what I found kind of really interesting, though, is uh, even though you know generally we we look at atheists and think of science and things like that, right? But really, the the techno- technologically advanced group in this show is is the theists is is the followers of Saul right like they sure, have yeah. they definitely have the better technology uh which sign, kind of goes hand in hand with having more finances i i uh, i guess right, right? yeah sure uh, power power having, <clears throat> having having structural power will give for, you that access for sure uh so basically the you know the story is the earth is doomed right like there's no coming back to to whatever we've done and um, the theists are building a spaceship to colonize a new planet uh, that is very, very far away. So the theists are are, are called uh, the Mithraic. The Mithraic, yes, that is yes, correct. Very, very nice. Do you remember what the name of the ship is? I I, I can't remember. Uh, well, they call. I thought they called it the Ark. But... The Ark. That is that is one hundred percent correct. It is okay. the Ark. Yeah. All right. So the Ark is taking X amount of uh, uh, of of high level citizens, right, right. Uh, uh, to this new world, and uh, they're all going to be in stasis because that's how long the trip is going to be. Uh, there is an atheist uh, scientist who decides he can build a much smaller ship that could get there faster if it doesn't have to support life. Right, so he has a much smaller ship, and there, uh, it, it's manned by two androids, who then have the job of bringing these twelve embryos to the planet. Right, right. and then, and then the female android is is able to uh, bear those those embryos to birth. She's mother. The male counterpart android is father. Right, and they are going to be charged with rebirthing the human race in an an atheist scientific rational uh perspective right and so they get to the planet first and uh things go okay i guess it's tough life is tough life is tough on the planet uh not all the kids survive let's say and uh, (laughs) um like one 
Mm-hmm. You know? And then they lose, so they only birth six kids, right? Right. They only birth six embryos. And then I can't remember, they somehow lose the other six, right? Like they're, yeah, I don't know what like, happens. I can't remember, but they're like destroyed or something. But, um, so life on the planet is very difficult. Um, but it's, they get there, what, probably like seven, eight years before the Ark emerges? Oh, yeah, sure, right, because because the, the child, the, the youngest, the youngest child lives longest, and he was definitely, you know, six, seven years old by the time the Ark shows up. Yes. So, yeah. So, so they are well-established. They've, they've built a colony, right? And the androids, for the most part, like, they don't have to eat or do any of the things that humans have to do, right? So maybe their their complete understanding of what a human needs isn't fully, you know, uh, yeah, like... I mean, you get the, you get the impression that as, as protocol robots or whatever, they're programmed to understand what the children need to survive. Yes. Right. Yes, right. Um, they understand a little bit of human interaction, right. And how to, you know, kind of manipulate human interaction, like, you know, getting children to behave or whatever. Right. So like they, they do all right with that. And then they I interact so. between each other. Sure. Right. And I think, I think maybe the most, at least at the beginning, right. Or at the start of the show, I feel like the most human of the androids is father. Sure. Right. And he's he's fantastic. Whoever that actor is that plays him is just uh, fucking is great. Abu Bakar Salim. There we go. That dude. Everybody like almost like every actor in this show is a foreign actor. I swear. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're like Swedish or they're like they all they're all they're all over the place. It's such a very diverse cast. It is a very diverse cast. And yeah. and, and everybody's really good. I mean, oh, yeah. the, the, the the woman that plays mother is fantastic. I don't know yeah. what her name is either, but she's great. Who who is that? Uh, Amanda Collin. Amanda Collin. OK, she's and, like I think she's Swedish or something, but she's, you know, Danish. I'm sorry, Danish, but she's yeah. amazing in this. She's like. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and Ragnar Lothbrook is in there. I don't know what his real name is, but that's yeah. his name in Vikings. Right. Uh, and, and his character is really cool. So by the time the art gets there, we, we, we get to see a lot of backstory, right, right. Of, the, of these characters. We don't get to see too much of mother and father's backstory at this point. Right. Uh, we do well, they're get robots. In, so, you know. Yeah, you, right. You, you... But their backstory is extremely important. Sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Extremely important. And when we do get to see it, you're like, what? Right? Oh, yeah. And um, so uh, Ragnar Lothbrook and his wife uh, or girlfriend or whatever they are, right, are actually atheists. Right? So they're atheist freedom fighters or whatever on Earth. And they come across uh, two of these theists, right, that have a ticket for the Ark. Right. So they wind up killing them. And because science and whatever, right, like they're able to they do the Nicolas Cage, they do the Nicolas Cage. They're ready to take the face off. Right. So <laughs> Nicolas Cage becomes John Travolta. John Travolta becomes Nicolas Cage. I can eat a peach for hours. That's uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's good stuff. 
yeah, so face off, they're there, and boom, and they get on the ship, and yada, 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 and they get put into stasis, and oops, they found out the people they killed have a son, so now they have a son, right? Like, because they have to keep their identity, right? And Ragnar Lothbrook is just Ragnar Lothbrook. He's like, yeah, I kind of dig this son, whatever, but I'm here because this is what we got to do. The right. late, the lady, uh, and again, I don't know what her name is, and I don't Mary? know. What, Sue, yeah. I'm sorry, Sue. Yeah. So the the she's Mary, fantastic as well. Uh, was it? I gotta think about this. Mary, uh, I gotta, I gotta. Da, 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 da. So Sue and Marcus are the are the yes. Mithraic couple. Yes, yes, that yes. are killed by Mary and Caleb. Yes. This is one of the most interesting. This is probably the most interesting dynamic or or character arcs of the show. Yeah, I agree. These I agree. two. Yes. Because they start out as atheists. They get they 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 do what they need to do to sneak onto the ship so they can get off the planet before, you know, blows it, up or implodes. whatever's going to. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, And then, you know, they kind of get sucked into all of this and, you know, they try to stay together. But then the child and the religion and the struggle really grinds on them. And the way um, that they, the different arcs that they take or the different paths that they take yes. is so intriguing how each character grows. Cause I would say those two experience the most growth, right? And I, I don't even know. So, I mean, I don't even know if I would call it growth as much as, I mean, it change. Yeah. It, I mean, they develop, let's say. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Th theirs is the most important story arcs because you know, not everyone, not everyone makes it. There's a lot of disposable characters here. Yes, yes, um, for sure. But like by the first couple of episodes were easy to watch because it kind of really establishes what's going on. Um, it slows down a little bit. Then by episode six where is where things start getting wild. Like yeah. where, where a lot of this backstory starts coming to the fore. Yes. And a lot of this conflict starts coming up. So like it is, it, you know, this so by... By episode six, mother has destroyed the ark. Yes, she's taken so, all the all the so, children on the ark. Yeah, so we find out. I think maybe slightly before that, like maybe episode five or sometime early in six, that mother is not just a typical android. She is. Oh no, they knew this sooner. Was it episode three or so that they find it's, out? Yeah, I, it's much earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they we find out that mother's not like your typical android, like father is, like kind of a service android, right? Mother is a very particular android type of android called a necromancer. And necromancers are developed by uh, the the theocracy. Uh, uh, what are they called? The Mithraic? The Mithraic. The Mithraic. Mithraic. The Mithraic, right? They're developed by the Mithraic, and they are these sort of golden – they have the ability to turn into this, like, golden bronze form and kind of float through the air – in a like crucified position, right? Their arms go out, their feet are crossed, and they just they have like this banshee, the banshee screen yeah. that just like blows up your head. They're like these amazing weapons of mass destruction. So cool. And it's so cool. And like the way that mother finds this out, the way her power and her memory of being a, ne a necromancer are uh installed is through her eyes. She has different sets of eyes, right? One is her normal, like, android form. The other set of eyes allows her to become this necromancer. Again, kind of cool with the sci-fi where she can take her eyes out and keep her necromancer eyes, like, basically around her neck and put them in. And then she becomes this extremely dangerous 
uh, thing, right? So when the Ark arrives, right, when the landing party first comes, which includes Marcus and a, a few others, right, and, and there's sort of an initial conflict, right, she decides to go and obliterate the Ark and everybody on there. And, Wild. And take the children. Yeah. Because she is still mother at the end of the day. She's still mother. Right? That's her job. Yeah. So she's going to save the children. And it's wild. When you see her like go full out, because you kind of see her in her necromancer form earlier, right? But you don't really get to see it engage in combat. And it's it's wild. She and again, from a sci-fi standpoint, it's like it's fucking it's pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the technology and everything is great. The way the ship is, the way the. So they're in stasis for that trip. So, but uh, in, in order to just not be in stasis, they live in sort of a virtual world, right? To where they're interacting with each other and things like that. And 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 like we said, the trip is years. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how many years it is. Again, the kids like ten by the time they get there. I think it took the androids three years to get there. So assume the trip is like thirteen years, basically. Right. You're right. Um, yeah. So the first go. I mean, she takes down the Ark in like the second episode. Is and it, is it take, that quick? Okay. It's very early. It's like the second or third episode that they take yeah. down the arc. It is wild. Um, and then uh, they, you know, mother and father take all the, 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 the children and they just kind of, you know, take them in and the children are, you know, some of them are, some of them are followers of soul. And so they have a little bit of concern. One of them, uh, Tempest is not, uh, and she is somewhat openly, you know, not a follower. Right. And you find out as we get in through like the next couple of episodes, why it's because she's, you know, she's in her early teens and she's, you know, she's pregnant. Yes. And then as we get further and further along, you find out by like episodes five, six, seven or whatever that she was raped by, I guess, some one of these Mithraic followers, yeah, one of like, but like a high priest uh, uh, on the ship, right? It's but the du- it's du- it's the dude with the iron helmet on, right? But he's yeah. that's his punishment, yes, for raping that girl, right? So you know she she's not a believer anymore because they you know this is they let this happen to her, and um, so it's very interesting the dynamics of Tempest being pregnant and mother trying to be a mother. Yes. And them interacting with each other because, you know, they're one's trying to look after the other. The other one kind of wants to be left alone. It's it's very interesting. Um, yes. And then you have the the guy that is, you know, his punishment is to wear this helmet. He survives the crash. Right. And they sort of find him and like everybody's kind of like disgusted with him, especially Marcus and Mary, who are, you know, again, sheeps or wolves in sheep's clothing. Right. They're atheists pretending to be. Right. And he's saying, I heard Saul's voice and this is why I did what I did. Right. Like right. Saul told me to do right. this. I did not want to do <clears throat> this, but I heard Saul and this is what he's saying. And as as these, you know, uh, Mithraics are, are continuing to try to deal with mother and find a way to get their children back. Right. Because now the children from the Ark are living in the in the, com- you know, the communion with mother and father. Uh, Marcus starts hearing the voice of Saul. So he, I I believe this is right around the time where, you know, there's only like a dozen survivors, a dozen adult survivors on, from the Ark. 
Yes. And so they have you have like the clerics who are like these older, you know, like the the leaders or whatever. And then you have a lot of like the military, like the 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 soldiers, and they come across this. It's not even a pyramid. What what is that stone? Uh, it's, yeah, it's some sort of like ob. It, it almost kind of looks. It's more of like a square type thing. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's they, yeah, it's some some sort of a, a a ruin of something. I don't know in the desert. And this is where they start to have. This is where Marcus starts to hear things. He ends up killing the leader, the cleric. That's the leader. He then you know kind of usurps that role and kind of takes his position as the leader of these Mithraic, you know, yes. followers. And, and he he is able to like use this ruin right to to like basically provide warmth and safety right. for these people. And like there's like some sort of like special chamber that you can like reach your hand in and, oh, and yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. right? And like somebody does it and like burns off their arm, but Marcus is able to enter, you know, the, the, and and you know safely pull his arm out and things right. like that, right? So, so to all of it's it's not like he just killed the cleric and took over. There were definitely enough signs from a believer's standpoint, like that this. This guy is somehow, you know, whatever. Sure. You know what sure. I mean? The anointed sure. by Saul leader, right? So, you know, after, while this is all going on, Mother finds a, uh, like a, like a landing craft or a pod, and it has one of these, like, simulators or whatever. I guess one of the stasis pods. Yes, so she, right. She plugs into this, which she's not supposed to do. It, it it's, for human to. it's for human use only, not for Android use, right? So apparently she uses it and accesses <clears throat> memories that were, you know, repressed. And she starts to see her creation and she starts to understand that she was, you know, a Mithraic weapon that was captured by the atheists and turned into a, a mother type person so that she could help, you know, recreate humanity on another planet and start over. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot, while this, some of this is going on, the Mithraics start to kind of find their footing and they capture her. They, they beat her, they beat her up. They take, they, um, Marcus and Sue's Marcus and Sue's Marcus Marcus and Sue's child Paul yeah. yes. who they later find is not really their child mm -hmm. um he steals mother's eyes and once they've stolen her eyes they you know they you know decapitate they not decapitate her they they debilitate her or whatever yes right they reprogram father they yep. get all the children back um, and they and they and they and they're, they take over the community, right? And now, and now they're really like treating father like shit because the Mithraic do treat androids terribly, right? Right. Um. And and even the Mithraic children have come to really grown to like father, right? You right. know what I mean? He's he's definitely there, and like they can see that he's completely reprogrammed, completely different. But and like is 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 you know abused by the Mithraic adults, right? Yeah, one of them like cuts his thumb off or something, or one of his fingers, or whatever. It was just it's just wild, right? And you could see, but he still has this like nervous tick, yeah. right? Which which father never had before, but in the new android version of father has a has a nervous tick. Um, 
and 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 it's really sad because father was probably maybe you know father and mother are probably my favorite characters of the show right like they yeah sure. they're, they're definitely the anti, uh the protagonists of the show i i would oh, say oh yeah for sure yeah yeah um and uh so so yeah things <clears throat> start to go sideways uh for them right mother has lost her eyes so she no longer has powers. Uh, and, and so as she's going through the history of, uh, or her history, her memories, her creation, you know, she starts to remember that she was in love with her creator, right? I don't know. You know, that's a tough one. I think that she starts to develop these kinds of human interaction feelings. Yes, like, yes. Like respect or whatever bonding. But then he represses that because she has to do the thing. But then, yeah, like, but then he's also, like, very nurturing of her and caring for her, whereas, like, she was just a weapon to the Mithraic, so. Yes, but, right, right. But there is, there is actually a, a, an emotional connection, right? And then sure. it eventually becomes a sexual connection, right? Because she does, like, virtual sex, the, the, uh, uh yeah, remember? That, that, no, that, I remember. This is where, this is where shit gets weird. Oh, it gets really weird. There's like the entire, sky and sex like, and it's weird. It's weird. This, from, from episode seven on, basically everyone fucking loses their mind. It is nuts. It just gets wild. Right. Like, and like the rapist cleric is like talking to Marcus and he's like, I know you've heard Saul's voice too, right? Right. And like, yeah, and he's like, I, I know. I, I, I don't know why he talks to you now and not to me, but I know he talks to you. But there's also, you, you also see, you know, once they capture mother, they lock her up. And every time he wants to try and like get rid of her, he hears the voice. And it's like, let her live, let her live. Yes, right. And, but, but while this is going on, she also recognizes that he is not who he say he is. Yes. And so he recognizes that, she recognizes that both of them have been, have been operated on. She can see, she can scan and see that they've had, so she starts to call him out. So now he's being tugged at from all sides. Yes. And he sees, he starts to have all these mental breaks. He shoves the kid, the, you know, his, you know, his partner is, wants nothing to do with him now. Cause she like, like hits the kid. Right. Because um, she, and, and she's still not buying into this whole soul thing. Right. right. She's still very she's like, much. We got to get out of here. We want to yeah. do our thing. We got to get out of here. We got to get to the tropical zone and do our thing. Right. And, you know, so like, you know, everything starts to gradually get, get weirder and weirder. And then, you know, mother thinks she's malfunctioning. She goes to the ark and she's tooling around in the ark and she thinks that she's malfunctioning and she finds like this doctor droid and he's like, and they're like, nope, that's a carbon based thing in your belly. And she's like, oh my God, I'm like right. pregnant with like a carbon based, like a humanoid carbon based type thing. So right. she this thinks is, that this, this is, is her real Destiny. Yes, and this is and this is after she's had sex with the, the creator which, with the creator, which we find out is not actually the creator, but it's it's the the AI or consciousness of the Ark itself, right? Okay, I don't know if I picked up on that, but yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's sort yeah, it's sort of the AI of the Ark, right? Or, or which is the, weird. Yeah, it makes it even weirder. Yeah, no, it gets really weird. It's fucking. It's it's really. It's a it's a great complex show to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like one of the kids, one of the kids from the arc, who was a shit heel most of the time, like he sees that father is not father anymore, and so he tries to help father, and they like reprogram him. Yes. So like gradually, like father gets himself back. Yes. And you know, 
But then he also he also develops jealousy when he finds that that mother has had the the relations with 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 the, with the with the ship basically with the right? ship I guess yeah, yeah right right so um you know that never happened in Star Trek so weird um, <laughs> so mother and the kids leave um. Our mother and Sue, mother and Sue, mother and Sue and the kids all leave. Yeah, because mother and Sue bond, right? Like, yeah, they have like yeah. a motherly bonding moment. She recognizes that Sue's not, you know, who she says she is either. But right. she also, you know, they also they also have a little bit of competitiveness over their roles as as mothers. Right. Um, you right. know, Sue says she couldn't have kids, and so like, you know, yeah. So they 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 do have a bonding moment. And, yes, and then and mother is starting to not only be you know physically pregnant and needing blood right she needs to to kill and eat now yeah right yeah. which which again as we said earlier these androids did not need that kind of sustenance oh in no, the past. no no and not only she needs to kill like these sort of zombie creatures that roam around, like these zombie dog things which are the only animals on like this planet right like those gross ass human dog people things. Yes. Those things are weird, right? Like, cause they're not like straight dogs. They are like evolutionary devolved humans. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what they seem like. They walk on all fours, but they, it, it's, it's very yes. weird. So she's killing and drinking the blood of those things, which is, well, she's not really drinking it as much as she's just injecting it into her belly. You know yes, what I mean? And then, yes, and then right. they, you know, she takes that captured, um, that, that, you know, prisoner cleric and drains him for a minute until he figures a way to flip it and then he drains it back into him and gets really powerful which is yeah really which weird. is weird, I, weird that doesn't right. make any sense yeah um but, because that's not how that works but, but then they end up killing him because yeah they end up killing him because of sci-fi and stuff yeah right, um, right, right and right. then we get to the end and you know yes so Mark, mother mother is is noticeably pregnant it's not just that something's going she's you know like full term nine months pregnant and this is in a matter of days, right? So, but yes, we get to the end. So, she's pregnant. Mar Marcus has been left to die by his own people, right? He's been, you know, the one of the one of the people who followed him, who whose father was actually killed by the actual Marcus, finally realizes like this isn't the guy. Yeah, you would know things. So he like shoots him or hits him or whatever and leaves him to die. He has all of these weird visions. He comes back to, you know, he comes back. Some of it is like, am, am, is he alive or is he seeing things? Are he hallucinating? I don't know. Right. Um, Paul, the, their, you know, child who is, you know, there's a lot of talk about who the, um, like savior like, of the world the savior, is going to be. Like yeah. golden child. Like they thought he would be like, um, like a parentless baby. I forget what they call it. I guess yeah, like a, yeah. You know, I forget what it is. Right, right. Like but an yes. orphan or whatever. Yeah. So at first, they think it's Paul. Then Marcus thinks it's him. Right? Because he's he's having all these, he's hearing all these things. He's like, yes. you know, having all these visions. Um, So Paul now is, starts to hear the voices. And the voices start telling him things. Like that Marcus and Sue are imposters. Yes. So he like confronts them and then he shoots Sue, who is like supposed to be his, his mother or whatever. Right. Which is, which is, which is wild. Uh, mother finally gives birth, you know, whatever we're going to call it birth. Yeah. That's called birth. You're right. For sure. She gives birth and it's not a baby. 
No, it's not a cute little baby. It is like boy. a like a like a like a flying snake leech eel thing. Yes. Yes, it is like the fucking destroyer of worlds out of nowhere. Right. And like you you sort of get like this as they're exploring these caves, there's these old bones and remains of something huge and, and giant, right? right. right? And it, it seems like it's maybe one of those creatures, right? Because the the skeleton of these things is super long. So it's sort of this like no feet, it's like a snake dragon type fucking weird thing, right? right. That's what this android gives fucking birth to, right? It's crazy. So it's so, so fucking weird. crazy. It's so good. And there's all these other sort of like little things like what's in the holes? We don't know what's in the holes. There's these right. fucking but weird they're holes. Hot. But they're hot, right? They're, 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 they're super warm. And where, where did these devolved humanoid type people come from? And all this stuff that's left unanswered. Yeah. So they, they start to realize. So like they realize that their mother and father realize that there were humans on the planet at some point. Right. And they 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 surmise that these humanoid type creatures that are running around are, are are humans that landed here before them and devolved. Yes. Um and they have eaten them. Just so, you know, again, not just right, the androids, again, but but the everyone kids has, too. Yes, the kids. Yes. Well, they have to eat. They didn't yeah. know what it was. They didn't yeah. know what it was. Everybody did eat these people. Yes. So <laughs> so like uh Marcus, who is deranged, comes across a group of people, like a scout team of atheists, and he kills them, um, which is which is odd. It's really just lead in for like season two because it, yeah. it, it has nothing to do with anything. Um, and then there's that other random dude that's not part of the atheists or part of the Mithraic. He's the only like they find his cave. Like, remember, he has got like, oh, yeah, is, with the cards, the little cards yeah. that were there. And yeah. Who was that dude? I, I don't know if they ever find. Well, I think. They, I think they believe that those are the the humans. There's, those are, yeah, like the he like he hasn't fully devolved yet. Right, you know I mean, right. right. That's what's so, left of these old these humans that landed here however long ago. You're right, right, right. But mother decides, you know, mother decides that she's gonna, she's got to get rid. Of, she's got to kill this snake baby thing. Yes. Father wants to help. He needs to feel a purpose. So they have like a bonding moment again after they were broken up for a minute. They get in the lander. And they fly into one of these holes to try to fly it into like the center of the planet so that it just, you know, and so it just burns everything. And you think that they're about, this is about to happen. Like yes. you're seeing it. They're getting there. They're shutting off because it's hot. Yeah. Um, you know, everything's happened. Then like the snake flying snake thing like flies the ship. Yeah. I don't even get it. I don't, I don't, get I don't it. know what the fuck happened. I don't get it. They land on. I thought. I thought they came back out the way they went in, but apparently they went to another part of the planet. Like they, they went they like actually, straight through. They went they straight find, through, they go like Swiss through cheese. The planet and yes. find the tropical zone. Yes. And then the snake just the snake is like still growing gigantic, and he flies away. Yeah. What the shit? Yeah, and what's in the tropical zone? We don't fucking know. Are there more fucking people? Are they less devolved? Are they more evolved? Like, what? Or is it more of those snakes? Because that snake grew pretty fast once it got to the tropical zone. Yeah, and he was like, fuck it, I'm home. And it just flies away. Yeah, just like it did it, made it. And why did the ship do that? Why was the ship like, gotta make fucking evil snakes, gotta make evil flying snakes, gotta impregnate this android with this evil snake DNA? Well, and why? And why was Saul like... 
Let her live. She's got she's got to birth the snake. She's got to make the snake. Because so so here's the thing. And this is the way it is, you know, like believers believe what they want to believe. Yes. And not all of that is actual, you know, belief. So like was it the ark impregnating her? It's really tough to say. Yeah, I mean, was it the ark or right? was it was it Saul through the ark or you know what I mean? Like, or was it what, aliens? Or was it a like who knows? Aliens. And could it be aliens? And what's <laughs> great, like like I say all this like, you know, again, like it's been a while since I watched the show, but I also remember being like, what the fuck is going on? But it's such a good what the fuck is going on, right? Like it's such yeah. a like not like frustrating, like, oh my God, this fucking bullshit, where it's like, holy what is going on right now? It, you know what I mean? It is what wild. Is happening? It is wild. And it's wild sci-fi, and it's but then it's also like, how does this even happen? It is wild sci-fi. It's how does it happen? But it also feels extremely comfortable at the same time. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I, I mean, after after ten episodes of this wild shit, I'm just like, yeah, no, I'll take this. This is, I get it. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll take this too. Yeah, like that's why, like when I got done watching it, I'm like, this show is crazy, dude. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about a season two. I really hope that season two is coming. There is going to be a season two. Needs to be. Needs. Yeah. I think. I think this was the first. This is the first serious HBO Max original. I think right. originally it was supposed to land on like TNT or something like that, but it ended up on HBO Max. I don't know how and I don't care. It just, you know, it worked out fine for me. Um, really good, really interesting. Um, the, you know, there are, you can take issues with, you can take issues with like the the way that it's lit, like the, you know, kind of the viewpoint Sure. You can take issues with some of the flow because sometimes it does seem like it kind it of drags. It can drag. It can drag for sure. Um, but that always happens when you have character development. It sometimes yeah, for it drags. Sure. And there's um, some really there's I mean like I, I I mean we've spent the majority of the show talking about this, and there's so much that we we didn't cover. Like sort of like remember the one little kid coming back. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, is she a ghost? Is she like a right. whatever? Is she That's a right. fucking planetary hallucination? This is, what, this is what I'm saying. Everybody's hearing stuff. Yeah. And like this, and this is like this is like mother. This is an android fucking seeing these things. You know what I mean? So it's not And then and then the kid Ch Campion, he's seeing these things too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like is this what happens when you get stranded alone on a planet? Like will you just go insane? I don't know. It's so it's so weird and it's but it, it all, you know, again like what I I think the first episode in looking at the clothes that the androids are wearing and everything and some of the tech it has this very like 50s sci-fi classic sci-fi kind of feel. Oh sure, it. sure. You know what I mean? And uh but it's such it's such great storytelling on multiple different levels. There's supernatural aspects to it. There are straight science fiction aspects to it. There are uh, social and political themes that run underneath it as well, which is like, right. you know, like sort of there's there's so many different things. There's uh, I mean, I, I, I you know, there, there's gender politics that run underneath there with with the struggle between Marcus and Suze and, and, and things like that. And also just tackling the whole like classical what is a good family structure and what right. yeah, I mean, like there, there's there's all these underlying themes that happen in the show. Um, and they're all, in my opinion, handled very well. I was not ready for how good this show was. I was intrigued, but 
by the the cover. I don't know what the theme song is uh, on there, but I also really enjoyed that. So like the first sure. time I was like listening to it or watching the first episode, I was like, you know what? Whatever. I'm in on this. We'll see where it goes, you know? And then I was like, oh my God. Like I was, I was not ready. I was not ready for this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, pretty, I mean, I think generally most everybody, I think it's been well received, you know, generally. Um, yeah. You know, it was if a, you're into that sort of thing. I think you know? it's definitely worth giving a try. It was definitely my favorite show of 2020. It was my favorite quarantine, like my favorite new quarantine show. You know what I mean? I, I probably would say my favorite quarantine show would be Queen's Gambit. But I really enjoyed Queen's Gambit. I really, yeah, I thought that was great uh, acting and everything on that. Also, fantastic. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I probably, I probably, yeah, I probably liked Raised by Wolves a little better than Queen's Gambit, but Queen's Gambit also fantastic. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I really, I mean, I thought this is really interesting. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens in the second season because you know you you assume that mother and father are still alive, but yes, you also. Right. I mean, mother has no mother has no eyes. One of them got shoved down Marcus's throat. Uh, God knows where that ended up. Right. Um, right. So like, and does you know, Mar- oh my? What if Marcus gets like necromancer powers or something like that? You know, right? I thought that, but there's no way that that's gonna come on. Let's. I mean, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I, I have no idea. I have. No I mean, idea. The, they got to crank it up a notch. So let's just assume that like the alien snakes are the bad guys, and Marcus uses his new necromancer powers to save everyone, and. <sighs> I don't, I don't even know, dude. I don't know. I don't know. But it's fucking, it's, I mean, in my opinion, it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. I would say, yeah. Um, Did you want to do a a quick uh, Future Imperfect or, you know what I mean? Bang out one in five minutes or so. I know we're coming up. We've Uh, talked again for a little bit on this. um, Yeah, let me do, let me do a quick little one um, that just happened that I think is really interesting. So, um, there is a, uh, somewhat confirmed, uh, Dr. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, uh, spoiler, um, mm. that came through a, uh, toy company's, uh, concept art. So, you know, the way this stuff works is the toy companies have to get into production of the toys, um, ahead of the movie, you know, the head of the movie so that when the movie drops, they have toys in stores. So there was concept art. Now, this is a ledge, right? As usual, this is all alleged. It is pretty, pretty respectable, like source wise. Um, so there is just a set of photos. Um, I think there might be a dozen or so photos. And the concept art is, you know, Doctor Strange, of course, um, Wong, of course, uh, America Chavez. Who we may have spoken about. Um, I don't know if we. I don't know if we covered this in another episode. Uh, a spoiler for this, that has to do with America Chavez. I don't. Uh, I don't remember to be honest with you. Uh, but she's she's coming from another um, multi. She's coming from another universe. Um, so she'll be in there. Uh, Baron Mordo in some new yep. costume. Uh, the Wanda Scarlet Witch character. Um, a female. A uh, character that is either Agatha Harkness or Clea. Okay. Tough to say. Okay. Um, rumors were that they were trying to get like Charlize, Charlize, Charlize Theron to play Clea, which would be amazing. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, but they still haven't cast her yet. Okay. Um, there was a bunch of Hawkeye um, uh, 
Clint Barton, Kate Bishop, um, and then possibly Ronan, the, the Ronan character oh, yeah, yeah. from uh, um, those variations. Uh, what is believed to be Yelena Belova, who is Black Widow's sister in the Black Widow movie. Yep. Not yet out. We, it's possible that that's her. It's very difficult to say because once again, this is all concept art. Miss um, Marvel, Kamala Khan, yeah, and uh, and Captain Marvel. So all of these, um, all of these characters are in some concept art um, that is, you know, out there right now. So there's a there's a good possibility that these are all characters that are going to be, you know, there's it's pretty much a lock that these are all characters that are, that are going to be in this movie. Um, it makes perfect sense. Um, there's some Twitter accounts, uh, connected to some Atlanta filmmaking production companies, whatever, that are also suggesting that Spider-Man, Hawkeye, and Miss Marvel are at the same shoot on the same street at the same time. Okay. All right. So fair it enough. suggests that this could be a scene from this movie. Very difficult to say. Um, you would expect that Spider-Man would be involved in this just because of some of the Spider-Man stuff that has sure, been, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll see. But, you know, once again, lot, lots of plot leaks, lot, lots of leaking for Doctor Strange because they're, they're, you know, in production right now. So um, we'll see how much of that comes out, you know, like. I think it would so, be really cool if they went with sort of like a, a, a newer twist on some of the doctor strange story like especially after the blip right like you know you could do a thing where a lot of magic has been destroyed right and yeah especially with this the infinity stones no longer being around right which is right. the eye of agamogoth for doctor strange oh, yeah right? sure right and like in in some of the some of the uh more recent comics uh doctor strange is very focused on like practical magic right like having to have physical things of power right in order to uh to invoke his magic so i think oh, that'd be, okay. yeah i think that'd be a kind of a cool thing to bring into that right especially if you're doing sort of a magical type thing uh, right you kind of throw all that out the window with scarlet witch and chaos magic but still would be kind of cool either way that's just yeah. my nerd rant on that subject yeah. So, and and some of the it's it's difficult to say how much this is going to be legit. I mean, if you recall from last episode, you know there was definitely some um, suggestions that were, were were going to be part of like the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier thing. And if you've watched any of the first two episodes, you know that a lot of what we thought would all be in the same episode was definitely not all in the same episode. No, but, no. But a lot of but you know um, you know when I think about it, a lot of that footage was from like the first episode or two. Yeah, I haven't watched the second episode yet, but I love oh, okay. the first episode. Yeah, you've watched both. I just watched the I watched um the first episode Tuesday and the second episode yesterday Wednesday so um I'm caught up and uh so now I couldn't you, wait now you now you get the uh the the joke yes. of the meme I say you. it's so, so fucking right on right you can't unsee that now you can't unsee that you cannot unsee that whoever the new captain america is looks like the old man from up and 100%. you just can't, <laughs> and now I can't take him seriously when I see that I'm like oh man it looks so corny bro yeah, but, what is with that shit? But yeah, I mean, um, I'm, I, you know, so far so good. We're two episodes in, probably out of ten. Um, you know, so far so good. We'll see what we'll see what happens. Yep. No, everything's been holding up. It's been a, it's been a decent run lately. Uh, some new stuff uh, dropped on uh, HBO Max. Uh, I need to get to watching some stuff there. I think they. Uh, the Snyder cut is out. I have not watched the Snyder cut yet. We're gonna have to yet. sort that out. Like, are we gonna are we gonna like 
sit through four hours of Snyder Cut and then record a show? Or how is that going to work? Like, how are we going to suffer yeah, I, I, for our I don't craft? know. Let's, let's figure it out. But I think we should watch <laughs> the Snyder Cut. I think I think it, it deserves it. I think the new Mortal Kombat movie is out or is dropping soon. Where? On HBO Max. HBO oh. Max does a lot of, uh, you know, like with Wonder Woman 84. It was at, in HBO Max and in theaters for a while, right? Okay. Like, so so the, uh, HBO Max during the pandemic is doing a lot of uh, releases, uh, in theater releases on the platform, right? Cool. So, Pretty cool. So most Warner Brothers stuff that will be going in theaters will also be released at the same time on HBO Max for a limited time. Gotcha. Yep. So Mortal Kombat. Uh, I think uh, King Kong versus Godzilla also uh, coming to HBO Max. I'm rooting for Godzilla, but whatever. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, like theoretically, right? Team Godzilla. Um, team, yeah, Team Godzilla. A a a absolutely, after seeing uh, the new Eric Andre movie, Bad Trip. What? <laughs> have you Have you watched that? I'm going to leave it out. I, no, have, no, a, no. I have a totally different uh, opinion on gorillas. Nice. Uh, yeah. So, right. but anyways... As always, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> thanks for hanging out. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Hit us up on the Gmails from the outside looking in podcast at gmail.com. If you want us to, uh, or, you know, hey, if you want to, we didn't correct ourselves. I didn't look at anything from last episode, but, you know, if you Nothing need to was send, correcting. All right. Yeah, needs correcting. Yeah, if you need to send us a correction, yell at us or whatever, hit us up shout there. Shout me a holla dog. Yeah, yeah, hit us up on Facebook. Oh, fucking, before I forget, shouts to Sweet Lou for no apparent fucking reason whatsoever. <laughs> Just because if he made it this far, he fucking earned it. Um, but yeah, that's it. And as always, people, remember to spay and neuter your pets. Thank you, Bob Barker, for that information. Deuces. Deuces. Deuces.